the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Witcher's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. And this is Tia. And I'm because because we need an adult in the room. We oh, had to bring on Marcus for this particular topic. <laughs> Should I go get my wife? <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> so anyhow, so in the wild. Yeah. What's that? So as we know, this is the this particular title is Manners Maketh Man. And the reason that we picked this particular topic is because it's going to be another Tears Rage episode and we're gonna laugh at him and and poke and prod him and see if we can get him to dive a corner. I mean, we'll see if we can get him to blow his top. And uh, we are going to address drama. Uh, we have a live tomorrow, a live episode tomorrow. That uh, So we want to get it out now so we don't have to talk about it then. Even though I know that people are going to bring it up. And uh, I want to... I want to start this episode out quite right by saying, don't you hate it when you make a video that's general and everybody sits here and takes it personal? That's exactly what I was just going to say to you. Like, oh, I could get on the lowest top right now. Why'd you make the video about me, Chum? <laughs> oh, fuck you, Marcus. <laughs> All right. Let me so, about you. It's going to be about Long Island and the 2.30 drunk train. Yeah. All right. So I gathered some of the TikTok videos of the past. They've talked about this specific. So I'm going to start with mine, and then I'm going to let you go off. And when you want me to put up yours, I'll put up yours. But here's mine. After leaving the narcissist, they will almost always begin the smear campaign. The smear campaign is when the narcissist begins to spread false narratives about you or slander you. They will do this to anyone who will listen. They will try to spread misinformation in order to dismantle your potential support system, making you out to be the crazy one. They do this not only to control you, but also to draw you back to them and allow them to conceal their true identity. Remember, a narcissist's image is the most important thing to them. They will provoke you and attempt to get a reaction out of you. And as soon as you explode or react, they use that as a way to prove their narrative. As hard as it seems, the best thing you could do is not react. Don't give them that validation to use. They will paint you out to be the bad guy and play victim. Any reaction will 100% be used against you. <laughs> Fuck. Odin, why do you have to write the narration to my life? I mean, seriously, could you at least give me something good? <laughs> Just think about it. That's exactly what I'm going through right now. I study human psychology and history and religion. I can pretty much figure out people pretty quick. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But you could have. Well, you did warn me that she was a psycho bitch. But that's exactly what's happening right now. And I see it, and it's not just happening to me. It happens to a lot of people where the one person that's actually causing the issue will poke and prod until you finally snap it, until you finally reach that breaking point. 
with me, I mean, realistically, that's very low. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I, I'm sitting here going, mm, I know what you're saying is right. Still you know, I made that video just for you, right? So yeah. you can go back and you can listen to it. Don't react. Don't react. Don't react. Don't react. Hey, I've been better. Well, what okay. seems to happen is minions, you know? You know, when the narcissist has minions who do their bidding for them because they have nothing else to speak about. There's like nothing else for them to speak about. Well, it, because they need that drama. They need that validation. Any any attention for them is is good attention. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. They have to have that because that's what their self-worth is wrapped up in. And it's fucking sad. Well, how many times have I said that drama is a drug for some people? That they need that that fix. Social media has ever made everybody these uh, uh, dopamine addicts. Your phone is designed to feed it. You get likes, follows, friend requests, duets, reacts. All of these alerts show up on your phone. So when you hear the noise, your brain goes, <gasps> when you see it on <clears throat> the social media apps, People sit here and go, oh, you, you, you get that instant gratification when that dopamine hits. Somebody liked what I said. Somebody commented. Somebody. So it turns to the point where, as with most addicts, that the, the good benefits that you originally got become to any reaction whatsoever. Well, that's why you see uh... – Funnily enough, you know, you, you study psychology just like I do. One of my fascinations is serial killers. Why does it seem like a, eventually a serial killer will end up devolving and they'll just they'll take more and more risks and make it more and more challenging because they need that hit. And the only way they can get it is by going worse and worse and worse and they lose control. Well, that's how a lot of them get caught. Take a look at a serial killer like Dennis Rader, right? Once he was finally caught, he the best thing that he had for him, his best self-gratification other than killing people was standing up in front of court and detailing everything that he did. He finally got the recognition and and uh, you know and you know accolades that he thought, you know, he thought he was going to accolades that now this person who's terrorized these people for 30, 40 years you know, under the pseudonym BTK is actually Dennis Rader, you know, and that's him. He did this all. He kept everybody. And it well, was, most it was serial like killers plan. get caught because they they lose their discipline. Because they have to have that hit. It doesn't affect them the same. And they, they keep going back to that first that first hit that they got, that first high. Uh, another thing about social media that has really fucked up society is the fact uh, and I know that both of you are familiar with this term, but a, a legend where they have built a legend, a, a everything about how they walk, how they talk, how they react to people, what they wear, how they respond to different stimuli. They create this online fake persona and they get so lost in the legend that they forget reality and they can no longer tell the difference between the two. Well, a lot of people also are, you know, telephone tough guys. You know what I mean? Like keyboard warriors. Yeah, exactly. One of the hardest things growing up to do was actually face up to people like and, and find your voice, I think, as especially as a, as a man, you know, like being able to speak up for yourself and, and learn that's learn that, you know, you know what you you watch what people around you do it and then, you know, to make it your own and be able to do it. Um, and obviously, as a younger man, like for me, I was I was a freaking hothead, but I got to the point where I realized that 
you know, I don't get taken advantage of. I let people take advantage of me. So I had to have boundaries with those people and boundaries with myself and be able to find my voice and speak up to them, you know, but then you get people who just never do that. And their life is probably in shambles outside, off the keyboard, off the phone. And so then they have this, like you said, this persona of, of a, a, you know, TikTok tough guy, you know? And that's what's so funny to me. Like, you know, you, a lot of times we notice it very obviously because none of us really change. In fact, I'm actually nicer on TikTok than I am in real life. <laughs> you all figured this out. But you see and you realize that these people cannot differentiate between social media and real life. They think that what they've built is who they are. And so when they actually get hit with the consequences of that action, because they, they're so used to having no consequences. What's a ban, right? What's, what's somebody reporting your account? Uh, well, you just make another one, right? Yeah. The problem is that nobody gets punched in the mouth anymore for saying something fucking stupid. Well, you know, you, you also got the people who, well, you know, they'll they'll talk up and they'll speak up and they'll speak their mind. And as soon as you offend them, they threaten the lawsuit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in when, when we were kids, we just walk into a field and beat the shit out of each other. And nine times out of ten, they end up being friends, you know, after that. There's, you know, every everything's now about feelings and, you know, like you said, there is no consequence there. It's like, you know, this whole fake world. It's just not reality. You know, and again, then you get people who they build their whole life around their social media accounts. Like, I really don't give a shit what you ate for, for dinner. Like, I don't need to see a picture of it. You know what I mean? Well, we there was the that one s'mores Fantastic. pancake. Yeah, that's all right. Th 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 yeah, that I mean, was worth seeing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're gonna show me how you made it, I'll, I'll watch because I watch it like that. But if, if, I just don't want to see a picture of your meal. Like, you know, like <clears throat> I, I had dinner tonight too. Nobody patted me on the back. You know, <laughs> I was a functioning adult and made my own. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, it comes exactly. back to one of my favorite sayings, and and Odin's probably gonna be like, "I was waiting for it." There's no fucking accountability. Yeah. <laughs> he's just well, over there going i knew it was gonna be said if you look at tiktok also you could just blindly report people and you obviously know it's uh, it's an algorithm there's not people watching and they just take the report and you know whatever keywords are hit they decide if you're banned or not that let's face it you know and people they want to sit there and they want to say you should listen to me you should listen to me and as soon as you say something that they kind of disagree with oh my god i'm gonna report this guy he hurt my feelings. He doesn't believe the same thing I believe. I think the other flip side of that, though, is, that bothers me to my core is the hypocrisy of it. Because a lot of these people that make this false persona, when that when that persona gets exposed, their message changes in a heartbeat. They flip flop to the to the path of least resistance. All right, I'm gonna say something, and I apologize if you want to edit this out. You can, but it's just like right side baddie right now. Right Side Batty got exposed because she was wanting everybody to be unified. We all need unity. We all need to get along. We can't let the left tear us apart. And then got exposed when someone sent a bunch of her messages where she was talking shit about everybody. So what's she do? Well, she starts going, you know, singing the praises of punks. Well, punks is a little cunt bag that has done everything he possibly can to cause division and strife. And suddenly now you're singing his praises. Like his his girlfriend left him because he was abusive, but we're supposed to sing his praises. That's what I can't stand is they when that when that false persona gets exposed, they flip. So 
I think also if you take a if you take a look at a true narcissist, they're going to play to their audience. And when the one audience stops working, it's almost like a bully mentality. You know, you got you got to find somebody else that you can control. You know, or fit in, or divide and conquer, whatever it may be. As long as there's turmoil, you know, and you they have something to speak about, they'll be happy. I think there are three kinds of people that in that category. You've got the ones that are always looking for drama. It doesn't matter where. They will stick their nose if there is any kind of clout to be had. Then you have the ones that will manipulate a crowd until they can no longer do it, and then they'll flip over, like what you said, and go to a you know more fertile fields. The third one is the one that worries me the most because they're the ones that people don't expose very often, but they sit behind the scenes and literally manipulate hate and anger they try to destroy people's lives from behind the scenes and then they play like a victim and they end up winning nine times out of 10 because the person's finally had enough. and says, fuck you. You know, it's funny, like listening to like some of the shit that you've been going through and dealing with, like I I've been, I think more of like getting into recovery and stuff like that for me brought me to this saying, somebody told me it and I just kind of adopted it. If it doesn't have my name on it, it has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? If I didn't see it, I'm not going to confirm it, you know, and All right. it's worked pretty well. So we have a couple examples of Tyr making some videos and then people thinking that they're directly about them. Jesus Christ. So I'm going to play the first one, and it's actually what gave us the idea for this particular episode. So here we go. Here we go again. Manners maketh man part. Damn, I'm gonna have to start making this like a whole series or something. Anyway, take a matag. Let's go ahead and get started. You do realize that oftentimes I make a video that's very generic. Doesn't address any specific person or situation. I just happen to notice something. I make a commentary about how I you know, carry on. Don't mention any names. Don't even mention any specific situation. But some people. Man, some people just get all uptight about it because it strikes a little close to home. There's a saying here in the South that a guilty conscience needs no problem. So if I say something generically and you feel that it hits awful close to home, you may want to consider why it hits so close to home, student. Because bless your heart, mama did the best she could, but you got to be outright stupid to take a generic post. And make it all about you. It's extremely narcissistic, and nine times out of ten, you end up proving my point. I guess at the end of the day, if the shoe fits, fuck it, wear it. And I think it's funny that people have become so wrapped up in this internet legend that they have created for themselves that any perceived slight is enough to set them off the handle. Y'all need Jesus, and y'all need some help. That's all I got to say. Seems to me that your grandmama's sweet tea's done gone sour. Anyway, thanks for joining this particular Manners Maketh Man. Here ended the lesson. Moral of the story, don't be a tumbler-nosed Twitter twat. <laughs> so, you said that, right? You said you started off with saying, you know, how... Oh, no. You, no, 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 no. Don't let him fool you. I did not pay close enough attention to the video. He directly called one person out in that fucking video. <clears throat> I did not notice it the first time it went through. Huh? What are you talking about? (laughs) Hey there, Tickamatuck. 
I don't know what you're talking about. I've said that. Motherfucker, you such a bad liar. (laughs) (laughs) Did that person actually respond, or was it somebody else? Or it was a few other people. No, it was other people who thought it was about them. It was very specific with that intro who he was talking about. (laughs) So don't don't let him say, oh, no, no. I did not catch that the first time that I heard it. You evil conniving ass. <laughs> uh, oh, that, let, let me be honest with you. That person actually listened to the video. I didn't realize it was about them. <laughs> but I do that from time to time. I don't want, like, I don't want to, uh, how to say this? I don't want to fan the flames of drama. I, and I'm hoping that if I make a warning shot, over the bow that somebody will get the picture and the rest of it's very generic the the rest of it's actually you could take out that first line and it would still be the same video like that was but the i wanted to catch one particular person's attention and i did uh and they got the message eventually but everybody else is going are you talking about me are you talking about me to the point where i just started dynamite (laughs) no i just started copying and pasting if the shoe fits, fucking wear it. <laughs> just, I just start copying and pasting. I was like, yeah, respond, respond, respond. It's like, okay, we're done. But tell me that video is wrong. No. Okay. Generally, no. Not at all. Not no, at all. But, but when he sits here, he's like, I just made a general video. I went and listened to it, no, no, and I no, didn't no. pay any attention to the details. <laughs> and I listened to the first part of that video just <laughs> now, and I'm like, you spot. motherfucker. <laughs> See? That was a warning shot across the bow. But what makes it funnier is if it was general and people get upset, shoe fits, wear it. But Hearing that intro and then knowing the number of people that reacted to it makes it that much funnier because that means they had to, it wasn't just a general that they pulled it from. It was a reach and pull it. Oh, dude, they reached so far that I, even, even my back was hurting. I was going to go, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I do that though. It must I mean, be like, hard to be so important to these people, right? <laughs> I know. I live rent free in their brain. I don't think they understand. It really fans my ego, <laughs> knowing I don't have to do anything besides. Well, would, would, you know, Pop's big motto, you know, Pop's motto. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That that irks people to the core, especially when they, they want to be heard. Like, is like everybody wants to be heard, but not everybody listens. You know, like, and that's fine. Like. I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say. Doesn't mean I have to agree with you. Doesn't mean I think you're right. Doesn't mean that uh, you know everything's about you. Your feelings are your feelings. But at the same time, it's like get the fuck over yourself, right? Like I wouldn't have said anything if it had been the one person that was actually aimed at. But he he came in later, like way down the fucking road later. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting here looking at all these people responding. I'm like, I don't why, but then. It, it does speak to what we were talking about. The people's self-interest and self-worth is so wrapped up in their social media presence that any perceived slight, anything that might distantly have anything to do with them or they think is offensive towards them, they'll snap off. Yep. That's the best part. Well, 
again, like, you know, going back to Pops, I don't give a fuck, right? You went dark on certain people how long ago, right? We left and the app for three fucking months. And you're still dealing with the fallout, right? Not not upwardly dealing with it. Like, not, you know, but you're still getting roundabouts from whoever, whoever that person <laughs> could get to get in your ear, you know? The worst thing you could do is ignore a narcissist for them. The worst thing mm-hmm. for them, you know? I, I won't be ignored, chum. <laughs> well, in watching them melt down, like a couple of situations, like the one that's after my uh, chocolate dirt biscuit, um, like so watching how they're reacting and what they're saying to people and realizing that other people are starting to realize that their story changes every time they tell it. It, it depends on who they're talking to and they change. And you start realizing, you start catching that narcissist in a lie and it starts falling down around them. Then they start getting exponentially more dangerous to a degree because then they lash out and they don't care. They are going to do maximum amount of even damage. When, and even when the people get together and start comparing notes, that person will ride that lie till the wheels fall off. Even yep. if you have it on tape, you have it in screenshot, you have receipts, you know, whatever it may be. They're going to, whatever, somehow I, they're going to be the victim in it. And I hate that whole receipt keep it thing. Going. I know, so do I. I forgot where. where uh, oh, I, I fucking hate it too, but at the, at the end of the close. day, though, <laughs> at the end of the day, like, I, somebody asked me why I why I do something <laughs> I do with receipts. And I told them, I was like, yeah, because I'm not trying to reach that person. That person's already going to try to play to be the victim. They're already set in their way. But other people that have dealt with them and then start realizing, wait a minute, and they start connecting dots. Now, I don't do it for petty also, shit. We also, unfortunately, live in a world where now, this day and age, you kind of need them. Because yeah. everyone believes anything they fucking see, hear, or read. You know what I mean? Like, we speak about this all the time, right? Like, you know, people listen to the first three seconds of a news clip and next, and then not even listening to the whole way. You know, not, not to bring politics into your... Uh, into your rage night there chum but like the don't say gay bill quote unquote you know it well that is how many people actually fucking read that to me that proves why receipts are pointless because once people make that decision they've already made that decision in their head most people are stupid okay unfortunately they still go and read it they'll see it. it doesn't say that shit they'll still go with their narrative Right. right. Well, I was going to say, most people are stupid. Most people are just going to go with whatever emotionally hits them the hardest. It's like, okay, Odin, do you remember bringing that uh, that billboard to me that says, stop having white babies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you proved to me that it was it was Photoshop? Yeah. And, we, and I was laughing about it. I was like, man, that's pretty. Watch, watch. Dude, it has been all over TikTok for the past two days. Everybody's all angry about it. I'm like... It didn't even take me that long to look up that it was fucking photoshopped. I told you it was photoshopped. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, and I trust <laughs> you, but I wanted to actually see it for myself. Because it is Oregon. <laughs> so, but... Fair. I mean, it, it, it is Oregon, right? I just wanted it to be said. But I'm watching all these people with all this outrage, and I'm like, you're so angry about something that's clearly fake. And they belong to that group. Remember what I said? The, there are three different kinds in that group, and the ones that are always there for any kind of drama or, or clout. They're out there, and that outrage, what's sad is they're so dumb. And I'll call it as it is. They're so dumb, willfully ignorant, that they are willing to actually hate and get angry over something that is clearly 
fake. Well, and their stupidity and uh, <laughs> idiocy is celebrated. You know, people need outrage. They need and, drama. And liking them. And, yeah. Oh yeah, the more the more that we've dealt with over the last year, I've I've come to realize that you know Pops is right about this. Drama is a drug. It it's that it's that adrenaline rush they get from that. Oh look, I caused the storm. And half the time, these fucks don't believe anything they're saying. Fair. You okay. Ever, you ever talk to somebody every day and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" And, and oh, "How you doing today?" And then you get the, "Oh, well, today." And every day it's something different, right? They wouldn't know what to do with quiet time, and that's a sad thing. If you can't sit quiet, you know, without drama or anything going on, you just can't sit by yourself for an hour. You know. Okay. Like, so when we have done this. When we have done the study sessions about prepping and the doom, right, in, in the chat that we set up where we just brainstorm ideas, how many times has it gone quiet for hours where nobody says anything and then I cough and everybody's like, oh, fuck, I forgot y'all were on the line or, you know, because I've been busy reading something. I'm sitting there like, okay, I don't know if you've put all the books on the Telegram group yet. But I've been reading them when they were in the Discord chat. And so we'd be sitting there, and I'd be sitting there reading something, and then you would cough. It scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> so I, I'd funny, get so wrapped up all, and forget. That's almost every night when we're on the signal call. That's what we're talking we're about. We're all doing our own thing. And, like, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like sometimes it's like we're just sitting there, and you almost forget. Like, I'm playing that stupid game or, or reading shit, and <laughs> until one of us sends a fucking – crazy funny meme or pop sense of something that's going to give us nightmares i found yeah. another one. Oh shit no 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 <laughs> no no don't say you found another one you go looking for him <laughs> no i don't find it. he didn't find it. he's okay look his camera and news feed is is an scp of its own it just automatically spawns doom and glue <laughs> like i think he was more talking TV. about the octopus one <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to eat calamari again, you motherfucker. I got another one. Oh no. With an octopus? No. I don't think. No, 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 no octopus this time. What is it? A squid? He's no. gonna ruin he's gonna ruin another meal for you. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. I have a feeling you're going to show us later and it's just going to keep me up all night. Maybe. He does this and he will like wait until he knows that everybody's either just starting to nod off or they're just gotten yeah. to sleep and he sends a message knowing either my dumb ass is going to wake up and be like, hey, look at that. What the fuck? <laughs> or Marcus is going to wake up in the morning and go, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the only no, part, the or, part that sucks. Like I'll hear my phone buzz, and I'm like, I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look. And then I you look. look. I'm like, motherfucker. I look. <laughs> oh no! If it's important, I'll send a bunch of them right after each other. If it's late at night, because right. then the 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 buzzing should tell you, oh crap. If it's in the middle of the day and it's lots of buzzing, I found a really good meme page and I'm just going to download all of it to y'all. So <laughs> and I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad. <laughs> well, no, I'm mad about some of them. I am mad about some of them. I will the never octopus. go to Arby's again. 
<laughs> Evil son of a gun. So, are you going to do the one I posted tonight? Yeah, yeah. So, that, ser- that first video that you did where you talk about, I need to make it a series. Well, here is part two of that series. I want to keep doing it. <laughs> Oh, shit. Here we go again. Manners maketh man potfinity! <laughs> I told you I was going to have to keep doing this. People just ain't listening. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, there is always going to be people that walk into your life and they have to be the center of attention. They will not take no. They will not be ignored. They will not be anything less than number one. And they will do whatever it takes to be the center of attention. These people are interesting. The world has to revolve around them. Everything. They are pure narcissists. But the interesting thing is, they'll take any kind of attention, positive or negative, it doesn't matter. Any attention is good attention to them. And they will usually bring drama and toxicity. You have to cut these off like a a gangrenous wound. You gotta get rid of them because they're gonna fester and grow toxic until you just end up either drowning in it or it just ruins your life. So with people like this, you you need to starve them. How do you do that, John? Well, it's easy. How you starve them is you ignore them. You don't pay any mind. Let them rattle off. Let them show who they really are. Because it doesn't take long. Usually, maybe one or two interactions where you ignore them, that they lose their ever-living minds. And then they show everybody who they really are. Now, your real friends are going to understand what's going on and they're realize that it ain't your fault. And people that don't know you, well, either they're smart enough to come to you and talk to you like a true friend, or they really want your friend to begin with. It is that simple. So do not feed into their obsession. Do not facilitate their psychosis. Cut them off. Starve them. Ignore them. Eventually, they'll go to a more fertile field to somebody who will react, and it'll leave you ever so blissfully peaceful. Anyway, here ended the lesson. Alrighty. You know, I have to admit that I'm I'm a lot different than I used to be. Because if this was a year ago, I was going straight after people's souls. I didn't give a damn. But I started realizing that the more you feed into people, like like with the whole Pruitt situation, you know, Billy Go Pruitt. And that whole crowd, if I had just been quiet, I probably could have just ignored them and we would have, I would have avoided a whole bunch of other issues. But I mean, there are times that you need to stand up and defend yourself, but there are some times where Pops is right. If it ain't got my name on it, fuck them. But I, I made that narcissist or the video, this one about the narcissist, because I'm watching it happen all over. I'm watching good people get distracted because they keep feeding into this. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And I have to say words that I don't like, like Pops is right. (laughs) (laughs) You get used to it. No, no, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, like, also, uh, you know, I'm. Oh, just a little bit older than you, like two or three years older than you, John. But um, walking away from a fight, you know, like after a certain point, you know, I, I would say for me after that 35 age, 
in that 35 range, I'm just like, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just, sometimes you got, sometimes you got to, you know, stand your ground and you gotta, you gotta, um, you know, get right back in somebody's face, you know, but some other times it's like, even if you didn't verbally beat them down and actually physically beat them down, you sometimes can't fix stupid. You know what I mean? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Just wait, wait. Silence may be golden, but duct, but duct tape is silver. And if you can't make it work that way, a bronze pipe is a wonderful tool. <laughs> Remember how many times I've said that at some point you get to the point where you realize that you're trying to play chess <laughs> with, with a pigeon. pigeon. <laughs> where they run around, they knock with all the pieces. With a pigeon? With a pigeon. <laughs> They land on the board, they run around, they knock all the pieces over, they shit on the board, and then they walk away like they won. Yeah. Or never argue with an idiot. Mm. They will drag you down to their level and then beat you with experience. Well, the other one is, uh, I had an old timer down in in Tennessee tell me this one. He goes, uh, you know what the problem with wrestling a pig in the mud is? I was like, no, well, what? He goes, well, you just get dirty and the pig likes it. <laughs> Fair. At this point, it's where Pops goes, yeah. and you do realize that nine times out of ten in that situation, you are the pig, right? Yes, I know. <laughs> I love it, though. Like, And I have a character flaw with that, and I know that a lot of other people do, but it's... Like, I don't like backing down, especially when they want to challenge me to a battle of wits. I'm like, oh, I, that's my kitchen. Let's 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 fucking play. I'm going to make you cry. And then I but I'm having to step back from that because I'm going, you know, it's not worth losing my focus on other things. It, the energy that I have, like like what Pops says, is you've only got so much energy. Why waste it on people that it'll never make a difference with? Well, you kind of hit the nail on the head, right? When you said you have a character flaw. We all have character flaws. The difference is that some people don't aren't able to look inward and recognize their own character flaws, right? And if somebody's constantly screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling and flailing their arms, they're like, oh, there he goes again, just screaming and yelling and flailing his arms. And eventually it's going to stop. Eventually it's going to start again. But it goes nowhere, you know? So people just let that person fucking flail. They don't ever see anything wrong with themselves it's always other people you know at least you can recognize the fact that that's something that you know you know look i'm all for a good debate you know like i, I, I had to beat him with it for a long like, time before he would recognize it look you need to understand <laughs> when we first had a debate if he thought he was right even if i brought facts right unequivocal yeah. facts if he believes something he for those of you who don't know, or those of you who've been around for over a year, right? <laughs> his original TikTok handle was Mad Dog, where he would grab on to something and would not let it go. And it didn't matter if you had facts to set otherwise. What he believed was what he believed and fuck you and you're not looking at it the right way. And I mean, he was dead set on that. I got this. This is mine and I'm going to let it go or I'm not going to let it go. And he used to make chains of videos 
where, <laughs> where he would go after people. <laughs> the like, longest one was 25 videos, okay? Just so you know. Oh, my God. So, oh so my God. it's funny because I can see this type of evolution for, for friends of ours on TikTok, like Thumper, right? Because she's a lot like you were a year ago, where if you had somebody made an asinine comment on one of your videos – Incoming series inbound, and we love y'all for it. But sometimes we're just like, okay, my emotional I don't give a fuck button has been pushed, and and have fun. Well, you know. Yeah, pops, pops gave me my first real change on that, and I can still be that way on certain topics, especially when I know that I'm right. But I I can still do that, but I I've backed away from it a lot. But Pops taught me, he's like, you know, give them three. If the, if it's really bad enough, give them three. Three videos, three replies, and just wash your hands of it. So I started doing that. I, 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 I'm, I'm man enough to admit that I have, I have changed a lot. I'm still stubborn as hell. Like, you're going to have to convince me I'm wrong. But... If your response to my video is something absolutely stupid, then I'm just, I'm not going to be bothered. I'm going to test that theory. Well, there's a difference between, there's a, <laughs> there's, there's a difference between. If it's you, I'm just going to keep going until one of us quits. <laughs> like, well, never mind you. then, because I don't invest <laughs> that much time in TikTok. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't either, but I will. He's like out of spite, motherfucker. And I could do something you can't right now. I could post ten minute videos. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. They wouldn't dare. Most of the videos that I do that aren't related to the podcast are educational ones. If they gave me 10-minute ones, I would be teaching fucking philosophy 101 and human psychology. They would fucking hate me. They already hate me. Well, I think we should do more of the the manners maketh man because of the psychology. We All three of us have studied the, the human condition. Pops more than all of us. And I think that there are a lot of people out there that don't understand why certain things are done, why people act a certain way. And if we could just explain it in such a way, or maybe, maybe, just maybe they'd realize, huh, okay, so we don't have to react this way. It could save a lot of people a lot of drama and issues. There are still people who listen to us. Ish. Ish. Well, Pops like, did that physically hurt you to also, actually say that? <laughs> I think a lot of times people don't examine themselves enough. They examine the people around them, you know, and, and you know, anything to take the focus off themselves, you know, and uh, it starts, again, I believe it really starts looking inward and, you know, being, being able to admit that you have a character flaw or a character defect that you're willing to address and fix. And again, you know, perfection is an unrealistic expectation, you know. So no one's ever going to be perfect. Well, Pops, you mentioned it. Uh, The first comment on that, the most recent video that I did, the first comment's actually from Thumper. And what she says is, um, oh, here, let me pull it back up. While you're doing that, okay, so I I saved a little bit, right? 
trimmed up. Uh-huh. Right. Did I get wider? Yes. Fuck. I wasn't going to say, you you say like wider, bitch, but whiter. I think more pale. I think what you paper. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to say he's. I want to see you shave it all off. No, I want to see no. you do. No, I, and I want you to do a video after seeing that picture of you with, with no facial. I do a video of you just going to different stores trying to buy alcohol and film it. Have, have Arson film it. Alcohol. I think I'm a, a smoker. Series. I've had people card me for cigarettes. I, I we, you got to make you got to make a series of that. No. <laughs> No, no. So the, the first comment, she makes a statement that says, I'm learning this with each passing day more and more. The ignoring part is tricky, but I'm a work in progress. Maybe yep. there is ignoring, hope. The yeah. ignoring part is the trickiest part of it. <laughs> it's the hardest part because everybody else wants to get fucking involved and send you shit. Sorry. Oh, Gray man mode like, activated. <laughs> fucking hate you. <laughs> Because you'll say something and I'll get blamed for it and I'll hear about it for a year. No, the best part is is that people can talk about me if they even remember I exist. Right? Well, talk about me and nobody will ever send me anything because they're like, who? What? Because <laughs> I'm not going to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I, I don't make reaction videos like Almost ever. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. On my other account, I would make videos that took days to make. But I could cut people apart, like rip their souls apart. Right? Learned to use your superpowers for good. <laughs> no, it, there was no. To do that. No, there was no hard. malicious intent behind. The videos I made, I would make a certain point, and that would be the end of it. No, no, no. There was a couple that did have malicious intent, where he would respond with like clips out of uh, Firefly or, or Tombstone, making fun of someone. Like you could tell he was making fun of. Them. <laughs> All right, look. If you're talking about the JFG one, <laughs> I was gonna say there, there's one that we did. The, but that was not malicious intent on my point. I didn't give a shit about JFG. It was the group at the time wanted to do a project and it was focused on JFG. So I made a video that focused on the project. I don't give a fuck about anybody on TikTok. Like, if, if I know you off of TikTok oh. and. I feel special now. And there are people on TikTok that I, I really like. Uh, and But I'm not going to let their opinion of me determine how my day goes. At the end of the day, one EMP and you all cease to exist. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I, I don't mean that you're going to die some horrible death in the riots. Marcus, but I—I I, no, I no, mean, no. I mean, no, like he's in the—he's in the shockwave. Okay, I mean that yeah. the electricity go goes first, up here. Seconds. There's no app. No. There's no. 
yeah. electronic technology that communicates from one place to another place. Nobody on TikTok I associate with is within like 80 miles of my house, if that. You know what I mean? Nothing that happens, and, and people need to realize that, but at the same time, that empowers other people to be utter and complete assholes because there's nobody within 80 miles of them and they can say whatever the fuck they want. That's the keyboard warrior that we talked about in the beginning. I want to clarify something. There's in any of these, well, most there, there was one that, that got me, but in any of these videos that I made, and, and even though I've started to back off, none of them have, have really affected my day or how I view myself. But nine times out of 10, I'm bored and I like being an asshole. So I use them for my entertainment value. Fair. Well, okay. Like how, how do I know that you have changed other than what you brought up here? I think the biggest one that, that let me know that you changed is that you had made a comment and an insult as we are prone to do amongst each other mm -hmm. to Balder. So bad that you went, dude, I am so sorry. I should not have made that. <laughs> I still feel bad about that. Why don't you bring it back up? I just, it was one of those that I didn't even think. I just blah. And he just went, brah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But a year ago, you wouldn't have given a damn. If it had been anybody else besides Balder, I wouldn't have given a damn. Oh no, because it was very specific to him. Yeah, very, <laughs> very specific. And I'm not repeating it here. Don't tempt me. Stop. <laughs> next video. Do I not look at me next, like that. I don't have a next video. We're just gonna sit here and stare at you judgingly. Crow of judgment! Let's just say that it was probably the only insult that would have that that actually zinged Balder a little bit, and I felt bad for that. I'm like, I, I like giving y'all shit. I don't actually want to hurt your feelings. I say that for people I don't like. <laughs> you really want me to say it, don't you? No, no, no. Okay, good. Cause hey, I'm gonna say no. Can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, you son of a bitch! I hope you step on a Lego, and I hope that both sides of your pillow are warm tonight when you go to bed. Awfully bold of you to think I sleep in when the sun is down. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Penny up. The ball's in my court. I think we're going to go ahead and say the gauntlet was tossed. So how many videos are we supposed to make back and forth? <laughs> Should roll a dice. Only three. Right, you get to make you you get to make six videos. Okay, roll roll, roll twenty. Oh, oh no no no! See here here's the trick behind that particular one. I have learned with my dear friend Tier here is that if he makes one and I don't, 
then I'll start to get the messages. When are you going to reply? When are you going to reply? <laughs> but I have a much longer memory of of Strike Back than he does. The last yeah, time we did this, I waited over a month to make yeah. a response back. And all of a sudden, he's like, what the fuck, man? And I sit here, and then I'll go, retaliation is a bitch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I deserve that one. Still, what the fuck, man? Because <laughs> I'll wait. But see, because that's, that's something I wish people would realize, though. You do not have to react instantaneously. Fair. One, not everything is about you. Two, even if it is about you, does it matter? That's what, that's what Odin's taught me. Does it matter? If it does, then go. Full fucking send. If it doesn't, why are you wasting your energy? Fair. And I, I have to admit one thing. I am not, you know, I know everybody seems to, or the way I've betrayed it is that I don't make these videos anymore. I still do. There are times where I get angry and I, I lose my temper and I make a video and I send it to, to Odin and Odin just goes, really? <laughs> and I don't say, I, I, I don't well, I mean, it or anything else. Well, that's another thing, you know, that people don't really do is take a step back they run fully on a you know purely on emotion you know and they send they send it right away and once you put it out there you know it's out there yeah words are like bullets once they're released you can never take them back that is why me and my wife fight the way that we do she just gives you the silent treatment till you exactly <laughs> because of her philosophy is once words are said they are remembered and she would rather just infuriate me and give me the silent treatment to risk or to remove the risk of saying something that you regret later. Because even if said in anger, they were still said. Yeah. Uh, it's like when people say shit when they're drunk. Like, I'm sorry, I was drunk. No, you just said what you've never had the balls to say, what you meant, what you felt. Yeah, I don't need alcohol for that. <laughs> I just need a shitty day at work, no caffeine or nicotine, and then that, that's all we need. Uh, yeah, know. it just removed the inhibitions. It didn't create new desires. Yeah. No. Uh, like certain situations, like um, the one that we were talking about, the Tumblr knows Twitter twat, right? The comment that was made. There are times where I regret <laughs> reacting as quickly as I did, but on other notes, it's like, you know, look, there are times when someone wants to say something and they don't have the balls to face you where you have to slap them in the face and wake them up. And either A, they listen to the message and they wake up and change their behavior, or B, they're a fucking lost cause. Don't waste your time. And I think that's where me and, and you guys may differ a bit, because when I burn that bridge, it's done. I don't give a fuck. What's that sound? I'm not afraid to burn bridges because I know how to fucking swim. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what's funny is, you know, now you're a supervisor of people, you were in the military. Like when I was, you know, I had, you know, 15 people, 10 people working under me. I realized that a lot of people do this shit in the workplace. A lot of people bring a lot of toxic, uh, toxicity to the workplace and don't think about where they are, what they're saying, what they're doing and think they could just speak without impunity, you know, speak with impunity. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize until I had to supervise people. How fucked up people actually really are. Like, I know he's new, you know what I mean? But like, a, tell me a about quote it. unquote adults, you know? 
No, no, no. Adults are fucking unicorns, okay? I just don't think that the vast majority of America has any adults in it. It's because it like is because they they grew up at least the ones that are supposed to be adults now, right? They grew up on fucking Disney superhero movies and fucking Toys R Us commercials, right? I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid, right? You can you can get older and not grow up. We have infantilized our adults and sexualized our children. We live in a society where you don't have to be an adult, where any form of mental illness that you can think of is just you living your own truth, where people can say and do anything they want because they live in a society of comfort and ease with social media that allows them to talk to 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 people per day. The average human today consumes more information than somebody who lived a hundred years ago did in their entire life in one day. Speaking of which, I, I've come up with a, a solution for a society's interpersonal relationship problem. I don't give a fuck. No, no, no. You'll like this one. <laughs> I want to legalize dueling again because either A, you're going to get really good at shooting. You're going to keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> so, so one of my experiments when I was taking, when I was going for my psychology degree, right, is that you, one of my theories was, imagine if at the age of 16, 18, or 21, right, you gave everyone a gun and it had three bullets. And those three bullets were your license to commit murder. As long as those three bullets, you had them, you had the ability to kill somebody three times or defend yourself. How different would your attitude be knowing that you don't know how many bullets the other guys have and you don't know how many. So you can't take somebody out because they pissed you off, right? Because you don't know how many bullets they fucking have, right? And you're not going to say inane shit that doesn't fucking matter or is in, insulting just to be insulting because you don't know how many how many people are going to come after you and you have to fucking defend yourself. Yeah. There'll be a lot more conversations, that's for sure. Uh, right? Society would be a whole lot politer. <laughs> I, an armed society, society is a, is polite, a polite society. society. Now, you see here, once you reach a certain age, say 65, right? You get you reach old status and you you are immune to the rules, right? And if you're less than whatever the age of the gun is, you're immune to the rules, right? But if you're within the ages of 21 and 65, game on, motherfucker. I guarantee you society is more polite. But what that means is when they're teenagers, they're going to talk some smack because and they're going to learn interpersonal skills very quickly because as soon as they hit 21, they're a fucking target. And then when they reach 65, they could talk shit and share wisdom 
on a level that you've never heard of because they fucking made it. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? fucking metal. You survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I've made that comment before. The problem with America is that nobody drinks from the skulls of their enemies anymore. Like, there's no accountability between the- interpersonal relationships anymore. Uh, that you can be comfortable Ooh. saying something online, destroying somebody's life online. Uh, with real world application, like real world consequences, and it doesn't mean anything because nothing will ever happen to you. Do you imagine? Now I know I'm younger than both of you, but even when I went to school, if somebody came at me, they got a punch in the mouth. If I went after somebody, I got a punch in the mouth. I learned that there was you. You learned who you could mess with, who you couldn't mess with, what you could say, what you can't say. But there are consequences. In today's day and age. We have kids that are literally telling each other in high school to go kill themselves, and it's happening. Chickens. Yeah. Um, you know, as more and more of the World War II generation, you know, the greatest generation, uh, are no longer with us, a lot of those values have gone. You know, like, uh, you know, even though I have grown up to be very respectful to my elders and to people who served and fought for our freedoms and stuff like that, never take it for granted where now people young mostly younger people just think it's uh you know just well, the way it is coming, and they just got there is, magically yeah that coming out is is braver than any person who's ever served in the military that video still pisses me off to this Look, day it started it back too. it started back in the 90s when kids were told by their schools that spanking was a form of abuse and you could call yeah. child protective services. So parents felt or were were persecuted for smacking their ass, their kid on the ass. You're padded there for a reason, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I, I was only whipped a handful of times as a kid, but I learned something about that. I either got really good at hiding what I was saying, or I just didn't fucking do what I wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> Fair. I turned out happy. I think I could... My pops, I think he gave me maybe two decent ass kickings in my life, but lesson learned. <laughs> you know, like there is one that my father gave me that I w- that I think he went a little over. Well, at the time, I thought he went a little overboard. Now that I'm older, I understand it. Um, what had happened is my mom decided that she, that I was being bad and she was going to give me a whooping, and she uh, she hit me with the the belt. The belt loop broke. So she hit me with a paddle, and she ended up bruising her finger, and the paddle broke, and I laughed. I learned something. (laughs) I was like, there you go. That was a fucking mistake. Yes, it was. At the time, I thought he went a little overboard. Now that I'm older, I understand why he did, but good God, I couldn't sit for a couple of days. Look, my kids range. My my kids are 12, 10, uh, 8, 5, and 11 months. I have five kids. And uh, when we're, anytime we're somewhere, we see somebody with um, the service hat. You know, they served in whatever war, whatever it may be. My kids go up to them and say, thank you for your service. Anytime we see a police officer or a civil servant, they talk to them. They speak to them. Like, you know, and they usually show them respect. I'm, like, big on that. Like, you know, my, my children, like, you know, it's please, thank you. Like, I want them to be polite. I want them to work for everything. Like, you know, one time my son, my 10-year-old, like a year or two ago, goes, can we go to Target and get a toy? And I was like, well, you think you deserve a toy? He's like, and I go, you just want me to get you a toy just to get you a toy? 
He's like, well, I'll earn it. I'm like, all right, well, what do you, what do you think you should do to earn it? This kid, I mean, raked the lawn, <laughs> took the garbage out, did all this, uh, did all this stuff that he would have done anyway if I asked him to do it, you know. And he came to me later with a list of things he did, and I was like, you, you earned, you earned it, you know, like. But now it's like you show up to a tryout where everybody makes the fucking team, or everybody has to play a certain amount of time. Everything has to be equal. Oh, you know what? Here's an eleventh place fucking ribbon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. Yeah, when I they was have no disappointment, I, I was lucky growing up uh, when I was first going to school because any any trophy I got, I earned. Right. And I started looking at it when I hit high school and I started looking back and realizing as like hey, that's how early it started for me. But I realized that these people were getting things and not having worked for it like um, at my local school. And I'm still it's still hanging there, which is kind of funny to me. But I was the first first grader to get X amount of points in accelerated reading, mainly because I was reading things like Macbeth and other stuff like that as a first grader. <clears throat> I earned it. But now I sit here and I look at when I was in high school, I turned around and realized that they were handing out the, the same trophy that I got to people that couldn't even read Cat in a Hat. Now, that's when I realized that you're giving stuff for people – to show up just for showing up, just for existing, you validate their when you celebrate mediocrity. A problem, you know, you celebrate mediocrity, and people don't have to work for it. Why would they fucking work for it? Well, it's this: it's the Habitat for Humanity principle, right? Uh, I used to volunteer uh, with Habitat for Humanity, and they have a policy that if you're going to live there, you have to help build it. Because you do not, you do not uh, appreciate things that you never had to work for. Which is why Section Eight housing, where it's given to them, they don't give a fuck about it. The, you know the the whole projects type thing. Nobody, they don't give a fuck about it. They didn't build it. They don't have anything invested in it. There's no time and not none of that. But you ask somebody who sit here and has repaired their house or built their house from scratch. That is their most prized possession. And they will defend it. And we live in a society where you have people that are like that and people who are not. Who never put anything and didn't have any, they don't have any emotional attachment to their stuff. Which is why they'll make asinine statements like, you believe that your stuff is worth more than a robber's life. Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. I fucking do. I built this house with my hands. Or I have invested a, if if you figure out how much of your life that you spent working actually goes to your house or <laughs> goes to objects that you yeah. own, you realize that there is a, a an equivalency exchange. Years of my life for said object means that, yes, I value the 30 years it took me to pay off my house more than I value your 15 minutes that you decide you want to come in and fucking take it. What what drives me nuts is they're sitting there going like, they always use the same statements. Like you think your things are more important than somebody else's life. They don't take it into consideration that apparently that moron thought that my things were more important than their life. Sure. Well, I mean, again, and it, you know, even like incarceration and, and voting rights and stuff like that for people who are incarcerated and things like that, that people are trying to fight for now, they say, well, you know, they have rights. No, they gave those rights away. 
they gave them away. You know, you, you know, you, you, when you go decide to live outside of the law, you know, outside, whether you agree with it or not, you know, if you don't agree with it, then you, then you try to change it from the inside out. That, that's, that's, that's what you have to do. But when you decide to live outside the law and you, you're so willing to give away your freedom and value somebody, you know, va- like, you know, devalue your own life and your own values and stuff like that and, and take that chance. Then no, you gave that away. You are property of the state when you go to state prison. That's just the way it is, you know. Yeah, uh, who was it? You choose kindness. He brings up the "Do you believe that the Second Amendment is absolute?" Yes. Which means, do you? So I that guess. means they should be able to carry a gun in prison. Because that's the that's the the question that he brings up. Do Do you want me to be honest with you? Sure. Yeah, I do. Simply because I think that they should all take each other out and I don't have to pay for them. Paintball for keeps. Yeah. Yeah, that goes back to my you have three bullets from the ages of 21 (laughs) to 65. I know. That's why I said yes. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I love you choose kindness or you chose kindness, but he's being disingenuous with that because if you're in prison – your rights are suspended as long as you are in prison. Now, once you have served your sentence, right? Once you have done, you have served your sentence, paid your dues, when you get back out, as much as I hate to say it, but under the Second Amendment, they even if you were a felon, you should be able to purchase a firearm. Because that I, right, I actually agree with you. But in I prison, well. that is different. In prison, I hate to say it, but you, until you pay your, your debt to society, no, you're done. Unless it's like a Thunderdome prison where they could put cameras in and we could do pay-per-views. And, and get, Dude, get a good have you not figured out, out – have you never heard my my ways to get rid of the national debt? <laughs> no, no, I Never? Never? Okay, never, check this out. Never. All right. I have, I, have, I have two that are my key signature programs if I ever decide to run for president. Ready? All right. First one is it, what we're going to do is if you are found guilty – and you have exercised your appeals and you have a death penalty, you are going to be the star of a pay-per-view show during halftime of a national sports event where people pay X amount of dollars. And if you look at how much pay-per-views make, right? imagine if the stakes are somebody's life, right? where you put two villains together and you do it like the whole gladi- gladiatorial games. Where if you win so many, then you have earned your freedom, right? So for a pay-per-view, or if in cases of absolutely serious crimes like child pornography, right? There, We just get to watch you burn or hang or, you know, those types of things. So like you, used to, yeah, you used <laughs> to pay-per-view money, slingshot. <laughs> right? You sit here and you 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 use the pay per view to pay down the national debt, and then the second way is is we take all of the illegal immigrants to sit here. Uh, you take all of the illegal immigrants that want to become citizens, and you give them the addresses of all of the sexual predators, and you have them hunt each other, right? Predators versus aliens. Aliens versus predators. Why that is still one of my favorite ones. Up? Huh? 
That is still Listen, one of Why do aliens get to have all the fun, though? But no, okay, so they earn, you know, they, they kill a sexual predator, right? And they earn their citizenship. But if you don't want to do that because killing, you know, you want to save the predators for your halftime shows, your pay-per-views. So what you do is you sit here and you have, you have the, you go to the illegal aliens and say, look, if you turn in five of your family members, we'll pay you $5,000 a piece. And they get chipped and sent back across the border. So that if they come back, their heads explode, like in Coneheads, you know, the collars. Where yeah. you, <laughs> If they cross the border again, their heads explode. All right. Unless it's illegal immigration, then they deactivate the chip. Right? I, listen, I'll vote for you. But I, you know what? You yeah. run for president, I'll vote for you. But I, I don't think that you're going to get elected because just the people you hang out with. Just Okay, how about, how, how about this one? How, how about this one? I just want it to be known that I will be the minister of the interior. Okay. <laughs> so, so how about this one? Okay, you don't like those? Uh, you know, it, it could be violent. I get it. Okay. Did you know that the average illegal alien that comes to the United States costs approximately $175,000 in taxpayers money, right? So we can get rid of unemployment entirely for those that are properly motivated i will pay you five thousand dollars to bring me one illegal immigrant and deport them five thousand dollars so i'm saving a hundred and seventy thousand dollars per illegal immigrant every year right i sit here and i will send them not to the country of their choice but the country of my choice right and uh so i will i will send them there Right, it cost me seven thousand dollars with airfare to to send them away. I sit here and send save myself one hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars, one hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars a year, and uh, I get rid of unemployment. The people who bring them in, they get five thousand dollars. There's no limit, right? However, there, there's no there, bag limit. You'll have all the rednecks right there. <laughs> there, there's no bag limit. However. If it's proven that they're citizens, you get sent away. Like and it. they get $5,000. Did you ever see that YouTube video of the guy who pulls up uh, and picks up a bunch of illegal guys and, say, and says he needs work done? They all pile in the truck and he drives them to INS. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. They, when they pull up in the parking lot, it's an old video. <clears throat> they pull up in the parking lot and all of a sudden these guys start scattering like, all over the place. It was, it was actually kind of fucked up, but, but funny at the same time. That's nice. That's nice. All right. So though, if, if I'm ever elected president, those those are my you know those are my two executive orders. Well, no, mine is that we change the political system that everyone has to actually you 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 vote for who your top two runners are, and then they have to fight a gladiatorial battle. Deal. Okay, we're good. You, you know what? A lot of countries. You know, I, I believe Israel is one of them. And going by my ex-wife's husband, he grew up in Ukraine. He actually had to do this too. A lot of them have to serve in the military. Yeah, I don't it, particularly think that's a bad thing. Well, I I agree with uh, the Starship Troopers model, where if you want to vote, you don't have to serve in federal service if you don't. But if you want to vote, you need to serve in some sort of federal service. Well, now. And I think anybody that has the ability to send 
our men and women to war to die should have at least been in that situation themselves. Well, and and I don't mean that you have to serve in the military, not not compulsory uh, military service. In the original star, in the original, uh, in the original books, right? Starship Troopers. It was federal service of any kind. They would find a place to put you, right, so that you could serve. You didn't have to serve in the military. It was the military that was the hard one, the the meritocracy at its finest, right. Like, you could not be an officer unless you were first a grunt, right? And they only took the best of the best, right? There was no, we're going to lower standards because we want equality. And everyone served if you wanted to vote. And that was the only right that you got that somebody else who didn't serve did not get. And if, if you were handicapped or you were a conscientious objector or you were any of this stuff, you were free to quit anytime you wanted, right? With no penalty. They just kicked you out. You could sign the papers and say, okay, voting isn't this important to me. Right? It's the only right I don't get. Okay, fine. You can't be a politician. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm cool with that, right? But if you wanted to stick it out and you were you were uh, mentally handicapped or you were uh, physically disabled, they would have you like stack boxes or do paperwork. They would ne- they would give you that opportunity, but you had to be dedicated to take it. And I I actually agree with that one. Now there's a lot of Starship Troopers I do not like. Like it was incredibly fascistic. And if you look, if you look at the commercials in the movie. Right. I don't know when the last time you saw Starship Troopers was. Look at the look at the commercials that they have. Would you like to know more? All of it is propaganda and all of it is encouraged to push you in a certain direction. Bugs are bad. We're going to win this fight. And then look at the COVID narrative and look at the Ukraine narrative. Oh, shit. Let me ask you, let me ask a serious question. Right. How many people do you think? would sign up for military service. And say we started leaning towards more isolationist views, right, in this country. Okay. How many people do you think would join military armed services if their guarantee was you're in an armed service, your job is going to be to defend the U.S. borders, you're not going overseas, you know, so you pretty much have a, a long range of where you could be stationed on the northern or southern border. How many people do you think would actually take advantage of that? They essentially do that now. I mean, I mean, but if you think about it, they dedicated an armed force just to the southern border. Like, that's their job. Is that's it? The whole how many miles is the southern border? Like, you know, like that's that's where they're stationed. Different bases up and down the border, and there's enough people, and that's their job. Immigration, uh, tra- human tra- human trafficking, drug smuggling, and all the, and all the stuff that comes along with the legal immigration and stuff like that and and having a border that's pretty much wide open how many people do you think would actually do that i don't know but i really wish we would go into more isolationist because i don't think we should be the world's fucking police but that's just me the fact that we send more money overseas than we do for our own people bothers me well again i said i think i said this on another podcast is in george washington's inaugural uh, address he said that we should be isolationists you know and not be involved uh as involved well probably you know I don't think he had a crystal ball to see how involved we were, but I, I guess he had a feeling that we would eventually be involved in other people's uh, 
affairs. But I mean, we, we like you said, right now, you know, we got the president of Ukraine begging for more, more weapons and stuff like that. We just sent him $16 billion. You know, where's that money? Uh, we, we were sending for the longest time Pakistan and Afghanistan billions of dollars a year. You know, we're still sending money? them billions of dollars a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's all it going to? Why, why do we keep sending people who fucking hate our guts shit tons of money? Yeah. As president, the very first thing you should do is you should see her walk up on the national stage with all of the cameras on you. This should be your inauguration address. Ready? Here's mine. Walk out. I. My fellow Americans, in my hands, I have two lists. One is the list of countries that love us and appreciate what we do for them. The other one is the list of people that don't like us. This is your how much we send you every year. This is how much you owe us. This is how much we owe you. So we're going to go through and we're going to figure out the math about how much who owes who. And if you're on this I hate you list or you hate us list, you get no funding. You get no money, and I don't give a damn. Your balance will be due. If you are on the friendly list, we will aid you after we take care of our own citizens. But if somebody fucks with you, but if somebody fucks with you, call me. I got your back, fam. And that is all I would need to say for the fucking inaugural address. I'll see you at the State of the Union. (laughs) Fuck, I'm in. Let's go. (laughs) I know. I mean, honestly, if we just for once worried about ourselves and, you know, stop sinking money to all these other places who, you know, pretty much hate us, fucking murder us, you know, like, why are we sending money to Syria and Iran? Syria is because we made it that way. <laughs> Iran, <laughs> fuck them, you know. But but Syria, we we we're kind of responsible for that. <laughs> Look, we paid eighteen years of child support. We're done. Okay, okay, fair. We can do that. <laughs> eighteen years—that's <laughs> the magic number. <laughs> no, no, no. Not uh, you're forgetting something eventually what's going to happen is they're going to be able to be trans ageist. And so they'll be able to say that I'm, I'm 17 for life. So you have to pay them for life. Bitch. Women have been doing that for decades, decades and decades. How many times have you heard? I'm on my 14th anniversary of my 20th birthday, or I'm on my 20th anniversary of my 40th birthday, bitch. That makes you 60. Okay, my response is always um, growing old may be mandatory, but growing up is definitely optional. That That's that, I, infant- I that. Uh, the infantilizing of the, the, the society. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you said that because, uh, like I told you guys, my wife had surgery earlier in the week, and I brought her to the hospital, and we were checking in. And as we were checking in... Um, they're like, oh, what are you here for? And I said, my wife's here to have her penis removed. And uh, <laughs> the woman's eyes lit up, and the security guard started laughing. And my wife's like, you can't say that now. I'm like, I can't unsay it. <laughs> okay, do you have a death wish, or did you say that because you knew you could get away with it because she was going to be under the knife? Oh, my God, no. I just 
you know, she's used to being embarrassed by me. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I've seen, yeah, I can understand it. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Well. I'll never grow up. <laughs> it's going to be Marcus the Menace. Marky Mark the Menace. Yep. Triple M. It's my 12-year-old who's like, Dad, stop. I'm like, never. Never! That's that's incentive to keep going. Like, worse. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yes, when the the children start begging for your silence, you know that you have struck the sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) Never give up. (laughs) My son does not have that. No, my your son, son is the exact opposite. My son have decided that if I'm going to put okay, so I have a brother-in-law who 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 thinks that he's funny. Right. I mean, he is, but he 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 likes to think that he's edgy, right? So I have always made it a point that when you get people that are just a little bit more high strung, right? That when they think they make a joke. If you want to shut it down, you take it one step farther, right? So if he sits here, if he sits here and he wants to make a a gay joke, right? I'll go up and start to rub his ass and hug on him. And the look on his face is just absolute terror. Like, (laughs) this did not go the way I thought it was going to go. It was just Damon a joke. <laughs> Will Robinson danger. So, so wait, 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 wait. We haven't said it this episode. We didn't say it last episode, but it needs to be said. You knew. You fucking knew. <laughs> well, Deep he does now. <laughs> he does now. So he thought. In jeopardy. So my brother-in-law has lived with has has been part of the family long enough now that. He has realized that that's what I'm going to do. So he will try to sit here and he will try to sit here and take it one step past me. Dude, you need to understand. I have zero fucks to give. I will continue this for next step. I can escalate. (laughs) But the problem is, is that my son has seen these patterns. So now it's. How far do I want to continue this with my son type of jokes? Like carrying it one level to the next <laughs> level extreme? Because at some point, somebody's going to get injured. You know what I mean? Your son's nickname is Arson. You know? Like, oh, I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I'm going to call him Loki from now on. Since yes. everybody gets a Norse name, he's Loki now. Yes. Yeah. God of mischief and mayhem and chaos. Yep, that's him. Well, remember, he used to be champ. Chaos. Chaos, havoc, anarchy. uh, Mischief. Mischief and pandemonium. Yep, champ. Loki is much easier. (laughs) How much easier? It's all that in one. (laughs) Right? All right, so we have been recording for almost an hour and a half now. So, uh, yeah, right. So, I haven't felt like it, right? I'm well, because we let manners. <laughs> we we kind of talked about manners again. It was just a tear mental health break day. 
So we sit here and get to let him talk about, you know, the crazy shit he deals with on TikTok that if he would just listen to me and say, fuck him, I don't care, and then block them on every platform, they he I would did. be much... They just keep coming. <laughs> They're making new ones. I okay, can't question. fast enough. Question. Do you have Snapchat? Yeah. Why? Because it's one of the only ways I can contact one of my friends. Okay, so, but you could block everybody else, right? I've already told them. I started doing that. I was like, no, no. If you're going to talk about this, you're fucking gone. I'm just saying, I have spent, I've spent many months making sure that nobody can communicate with me other than on platforms that I choose. So... (laughs) <laughs> uh, look, I only have to wait 30 days. After that, they forget I even exist. So Yeah, but I live rent-free in their brain. It's like, what the hell? If I you know, I find out something new about myself that I didn't know every day. Nice! I know. I didn't know I had a harem, apparently. Let so me know when they bow down to worship. Let me know when they they oh, fuck I feel sorry for you if you have a harem. Yeah, but uh yeah, <laughs> Let me know when they tell you that you're a billionaire so I can know when to go start asking for my checks. So okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll write you in the book and uh Alright, we'll see. We'll see. Alright, with that, I'm on This is Tia. We'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. <laughs> The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.